Welcome to Casual Talk Radio Podcast found at casualtalkradio.net. My name is Leister, I'm your host. Thank you for dialing in today, whether you're an existing subscriber or a new listener. We welcome everybody. Got a couple things to get out of the way first, and then we're going to get right into our topic for today. Casualtalkradio.net. That's our website. Check it out for all of our different podcast episodes, past and present. We're constantly making updates. We're refining the website experience. If you have any feedback, we'd appreciate hearing it. You can hit the contact link at the top, fill out the form, come straight to us. You can also leave us a voice message if you want to leave your thoughts on audio, and it may be played on the air. Who knows? Let's go ahead and get into our topic for today. Quick, fast update, everybody. Car is done. Car, finally, it's not the car I initially wanted, but the car is done as in if it's on a truck, it's en route to me, scheduled to show up tomorrow. Hercules, Hercules. So if the car shows up, I have the uh, templates and everything. I have to get it registered, which sucks. Because I do it myself because it's a bot. It's a titled car. So I have to do all that myself, and they force you to go down to the freaking DMV, and I don't like the DMV out here because I can't stand the state. Hopefully it's a dedicated line and I can get in and out pretty fast because it's a titled car, but I have to do that. And I believe they still force masks at the DMV. I'm not sure. I haven't gone down there in at least a year. So that's going to be a pain, but the car's done. So the car will be here. I have to get it checked out. So the very first thing I'm going to do is get it checked out, make sure everything's good. I have to get a uh, VIN verification. I may have to do a smog check. Like there's a lot I have to do. And then I have to order tires that are the all seasons I talked about. I still have a lot of work to do. I called the new place. They're okay with it. They just want to know when I'm going to be there. So I'm just going to kind of marinate a little bit. Um, probably wait another week, get everything's really settled down. Take the time to finish freaking packing. Cause even though my garage is a third full with stuff to move, feels like I'm nowhere near done. So that's where I'm at with the car. We're in a good spot there. I'll talk about my endeavor now, just so you have a little bit, and then we'll get into my subject for today. So the issue I was having with my second endeavor, I actually escalated it to my direct manager. He's a cool dude. He really is. So he's going to take that. He's going to run with it. And what he told me off to the side is that basically, there, this guy, it's not new. He expected it would happen, but he was hoping that we could move things forward. But he knew there was going to be some, some drama with this dude. So he's working to try to solve that. So I'm, I'm optimistic at least. But I've already level set. Look, this is a block. We ain't moving forward till I solve it. And we solve it by him shutting up and let me do my job. <laughs> I'm literally that or I'll walk away just like I did in, um, you know, 2019. I don't want to do that, you know, but it seems like there's always that one. There's always that one person that just doesn't seem to play ball in projects and that kind of thing. And they waste time and it's, it's stupid. There's no reason. You wouldn't tell your plumber which wrench they can and can't use. Like, I, I don't understand it. And I, you know. But for my first endeavor, then we have, I had a session with the man, with the client's management. So the client that we serve, they're the boss of that department. And she's really gung ho to improve what they have. And she likes what I'm talking about. And we're on a good path. I just scoped out a new solution for them. And I'm really excited to get it built because I think it's going to be 10 times better than what they have. And they're all on board. We have a lot to do to get there. And we're working separately to replace the current software, not the software itself, but the way that it's deployed to one that's going to give us more control. And so the person I report into is going to be making that happen with my guidance. If we can get out of there and get to the new one, I'm going to be excluding that one idiot I keep talking about from this whole thing. Then we'll be in a good spot because we're going to be moving forward. 
in a better spot. We're going to hire another person who's a specialist using my guidance. I actually owe her some bullets to try to recruit somebody and I'll be helping with the interview process. And if you didn't know, I have management experience, I have supervisory experience, I have business degrees and all sorts of crazy. So it's, this is, this is normal for me. It's like, we're getting back to common sense and sanity. Um, so I'm excited on that one because I always like helping customers get to a better place and, and something that they can enjoy. That's what I want. I don't want them to be dissatisfied and that's what we currently have. And that's what I don't want. Same with the second one. And at, I have no qualms of escalating it up the chain. That's what I did. Now, my topic today is unique because it's not about me. It's about a story that just happened. I saw about in the news a couple of uh, yesterday, actually. And I want to talk about it because it, it caused me to smile, but I want to do some analysis on it. I would never be in this situation, just FYI, so don't go there. I would never be in this one, but some of you may get a chuckle out the story. Let me talk about that real quick. I did not realize how desperate certain people are. If you are anywhere near my age, and I believe those that listen to my show here are roughly about my age here, you would have heard and recalled the silly story about hot coffee. The lady who went to McDonald's and apparently was handed a cup of coffee and apparently was so hot, it burned her crotchal area and she sued them and she won. And she won not because of anything other than the temperature of the coffee not being communicated to the point that it was warned and the the top not being secured. I mean, I've been there. I've been to the situation where you get a cup handed to you from the McDonald's and they're rushing in there and the top's not properly secured. And then depending on how you hold it, it'll just, and then boom, it's all over. They changed the cup. They changed the cup to where it doesn't squeeze as much. Like if you remember the old days, the old McDonald's cups, the coffee cups, they were really thin and flimsy. They changed it to a thicker one to prevent the squeeze effect. So when you squeezed it, the top would come off because it didn't know. They made the thicker one to prevent that. It'll still sometimes pop off, but nowhere near as much. They didn't change the whole temperature of the coffee. Coffee's still hot as all hell, and it's supposed to be, especially when you're in a cold climate. And it will feel hotter if it's cold outside simply because of your how you react to it, your tongue. If your tongue is cooler temperature and hot hits it, it's going to feel somewhat hotter than it really is. Well, you know, that was... That was abnormal. We haven't seen very many of those types of weird, you know, lawsuits. And then what the heck happened? Geico very recently got sued by a woman out in Missouri. Apparently, this I'm, I'm reading what I'm told. Apparently, this woman sued Geico, basically made a claim. First, let me back up. She made a claim. The claim was against the, the guy who owned the insurance policy. The claim was against his policy saying I was injured and I took financial losses for my injury. What happened is this woman, she was having, she had sex with this guy in the car that happened to be covered by the, the insurance and apparently caught HPV. HPV is human papillium virus. And that's H, that's a sexually transmitted disease, which means they were probably unprotected. And Apparently, the guy knew that he had this disease and didn't tell her. Now, this harkens back to a Law & Order episode around sexually transmitted diseases and, uh, you know, attempted murder charges and all this kind of stuff. But she contacts the insurance carrier and says, 
you know, I have medical expenses now. And for the future, I went through some pain and I want you to pay me a million, one million dollars, one million dollars. <laughs> and as she contacted, said, I want a million dollars, said, let me know. So just because of the way she handled it, you already knew it's okie doke. She's trying to get some cash because of her choice to open up her legs without any protection and do the business in a car. And I've never seen, and like I said, I have never been in situations. Don't come at me. I've never been in a situation anywhere close to this. Nowhere close to this. I'm just saying, I'm covering it because it's funny. So the Geico says, screw you. No, there, this has nothing to do with using the car. I mean, our insurance is about using the car. Whether you got in an accident or it got stolen or it got damaged, there's no damage other than whatever, you know, liquids or something that got spilled regardless. So Geico's like, screw you. Okay, so then, so then she goes after the guy, the guy that she was, she was, uh, uh, you know, having horizontal hockey with, right? She goes after the guy. They go into an arbitration. And if you're, if you're shaking your head, so was I, but they go into arbitration. The arbitrator, I don't understand this. The arbitrator says, you know what? That was negligent. You were totally negligent in it. I'm going to say that you need to pay her 5.2 million dollars. And ultimately, because of the coverage, Geico should pay this. Now, an arbitrator doesn't really have any authority. The arbitrator makes a recommendation. So the arbitrator will look at both sides and they'll say, based on all facts and all data, here's what I think is the right answer. The arbitration is, in this case, is not mandatory. So they chose to go to arbitration and try to solve this and get an answer, yay or nay. The arbitrator has no authority. So when they say $5.2 million, they're, he's, they're recommending, this is what I recommend because of what happened. So she's using this as ammunition in this. Geico tried to get involved with the whole arbitration and everything. Geico said no, or excuse me, a court told Geico, no, you can't. It's not, has nothing to do with you. It's between those two because it really is. They're the ones that went horizontal hockey. But then later, a judge said, you know what? Geico should have been allowed to go here. This should have been allowed to be a participant in this process because their feedback is critical to the outcome of this. And because they were denied, that's part of the problem. So then what happens is this arbitration, $5.2 million goes to a lower court. The lower court says, you know what? You should pay, pay the woman. This You should pay them. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Says you should pay this woman. Gets taken to a Supreme Court. Supreme Court overrules. The lower court says, no, Geico didn't have a chance to weigh in on the situation. So you took this judgment of $5.2 million based on just these two going to an arbitration without considering Geico's stance in this whole business. So at first, Geico was going to have to pay this thing. $5.2 million because this woman did horizontal hockey with a guy willingly in his car with no protection. Can you imagine the precedent that was set? Like, I can only imagine young folks today, and I know young folks today don't care about sex like they did back in the 70s and whatnot, but I'm sure there are still some out there. And Can you imagine the dangerous precedent that sets if all you got to do is file a claim because you chose to bang somebody unprotected in their car and file a claim against their insurance so that you can get paid $5.2 million. I applaud the Supreme Court for getting involved in that business because that is the worst possible. Like in my mind, 
she should be on the hook to pay for frivolous charges. She should be on the hook. I would have her serve jail time because it's a frivolous deal. You chose to do this. You can't take somebody for insurance for somebody that you chose to do. Like what we're talking about here is very close to insurance fraud. If you took your car and you purposely wreck it and then you deny doing it and you blame it on somebody else, that's insurance fraud. This is the same thing. You're doing something to trigger a claim so you can get paid even though what you're using to trigger the claim was not legit. That's, that's fraud. That's insurance fraud. You can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's insurance fraud. So I'm, I was just stunned when I read this and there's no moral to the story, by the way, other than don't bang unprotected and obviously don't bang in the car, but there's no real call to action. I figured I would share this story because I was intrigued by it and I was disturbed more than anything else. And I was relieved that the Supreme court, you know, sanity, rained and we were able to get back to common sense. Now, hopefully it's not done, mind you. So basically all the Supreme court did is they overturned the ruling and then they sent it back to the lower court. That means it's still up in the air. The lower court just has to reevaluate and they have to include Geico's feedback. Chances are what's going to happen there is that Geico's feedback is going to sway the lower court to deny the woman's claim. That's I'm, I'm crossing my fingers, deny the woman's claim. If they deny the woman's claim, we're right back where we started, which is young woman's not going to get paid $5.2 million for banging a dude unprotected in the car. So I feel better about society. I was a bit concerned there for a minute and everything feels better, especially because I'm, you know, I have nothing to do with this. But when I saw Missouri, I'm like, come on, Missouri, you can do better than this. You, you, I, I don't know the age of anybody involved in this business. I know it's an old car. It has a dirt old car. I know this happened many, many years ago. I mean, it happened so long ago that chances are she probably doesn't, she probably feels stupid now because we're talking a long time ago. This happened, This at this point, it happened, what, seven years, six years ago. Six years ago, this happened. And I'm assuming all this happened when she was at least 18. Of course, that may be a naive assumption, but I'm assuming it was at least 18. So if she's 24 now, by this point, it's like, dude, come on, let it go. It's so long after the fact, you might as well let it go. But who knows? Anyway, no call to action, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just sharing a story that I thought was really fascinating. And we will be back next week, by the way, um, because I'll be, if once the car gets all settled, I'll be sorting out what the travel dates are going to be. I hope everybody has a very happy Martin Luther King holiday. If you're at work, we will be recording on Martin Luther King Day. So we will be actually live on Monday, even though it's a holiday, because Leicester's no day knows days off. That's how much I care about you guys. So I will be back, just FYI. But I am, once I get the car in, I have to do all this quirky nonsense to get it ready to go for the trip and get it checked out and all that stuff. I don't know how long any of that's going to take. But I will keep you advised, and I'll try to slim down how long that takes, but I want you always to know that I'm here, and I'm always going to be here. And I don't anticipate at this point, since of the stupid delays with the car, I don't anticipate any further disruption as far as the travel goes. Everything should be on schedule now that I got some time. Last update is I will be having, once the car gets here, if it's what they claimed, and I'm, I have no reason not to think it would be, and I get it checked out and it looks good, and there's no major issues that were not detected, then I will have that dealer on uh, Casual Talk Radio to talk to you guys because I love his service and I do it. He's not compensating me. I'm doing it because I've used the service and I think highly of it. And I think highly of him and what he's built, and I want him to get more known. I want to get more awareness. Uh, it's a really youngish type service, but he's had a couple of customers so far, 
And I think it's the future. I think it really is potentially the future of how this could work. And he's a disruptor and everybody should get an opportunity to see what he's doing. And if you're interested in some sort of a vehicle, it's something to look at. I will forewarn you though, that it's for those people that know what they want. If you're one of those that needs to go to the dealer and be kind of coddled by some guy that's fast talking you, he's not for you. He's one of those where you just, you just need a set of wheels. You want to get it on the cheap. You don't need it brand new, but it's in decent sh- uh, condition and they're open and transparent about what they detect as issues. And they they go out of their way to just get you the car. It's as is. There's no warranties. There's none of that. None of the fluff. As a result, the prices are really low and really fair. There's actually a BMW out there right now for only 18 grand. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> because if I had waited just another week, basically, I'd have had that cash, 18 grand, and it's a nice freaking Beamer. It's no problem because ultimately I'm going to just take this car, register it. This is between you and the walls. Register this dude, trade him in on what I really want, and then go from there. That's the plan. Like I'm, I'm slick with it, slick with it. So, so I'm, I'm literally saying, okay, I'll just do that because the value of this car I think is going to be really good. Um, there's a couple of title things, but I don't think they're going to limit the price of the car. I think it's got really good value because it's got reasonably low miles for what it is and really nice car. I'm excited um, for the potential. If I can get it traded on what I really want and get the hell out of here at the same time, I'm like, all right, this is this is a good spot. Finally. I owe a lot of people phone calls and emails and I need to catch up. And unfortunately I've been derailed because of the fiasco with the first car. Now that that's all solved and settled, now I got to get out of here. That's the next step. I still have to pack, even though my garage I was saying is like a third full, I feel like I'm not making any progress. And I realize why it's because pretty much half of that is new purchase stuff that I'm waiting to move. So now I've got to catch up and get stuff packed. I mean, I've got stuff packed. Like the laundry room's pretty much done. All the all but the master bedroom is done. The you know the bathroom master is pretty much done. Um, the living room is very close. The studio's just waiting because I have to talk to you guys. Kitchen won't take too much more. So I'm close. But I want to thank you for hanging in there with me. We've got a lot more to talk about. I've got a lot more interesting stories, and. As a spoiler to one of them, I am going to be at some point, I don't know if I'm going to do it with this new place, but at some point I am going to finish that freaking book that I just started or I started a couple years ago. I'm going to finish it. And when you see it, because I'll be telling you about it, when you see it, you'll be interested in the irony of it. Because I started this like, what, 2013, 2012, somewhere around there. It, you'll think I'm Nostradamus. You'll think I can tell the future. That's how amazing this thing is. But now I have the inspiration to finish this thing and I want to get it done, get it published. And that'll be the cherry on the top. Getting out of the, getting the frick out of here. One, two, uh, getting this book done. Three, buying a house, buying houses, plural. And then four, reconnecting with certain other people that I've not been connecting with. And I do plan to do all that. I promise everybody I'm going to get back on track now that we're away from the freaking pandemic. That's all we've got here today on Casual Talk Radio, Gentleman's World. Hopefully it's been informational, educational, and helpful for you. We upload every Monday and Wednesday, so we'll be back for our next episode. Whether you're a subscriber or not, we appreciate you for dialing in today. We know you've got choices. We will be turning back on our guest cadence. We are doing the screening process that's coming very soon. Keep up to date with what we're doing at casualtalkradio.net. You can also subscribe at the bottom to get alerts whenever there's a new episode posted, or you can add it to your platform of choice. For now, 
Take care, and I will see you on our next upload.